Hello and welcome to the Amanda Perry podcast, a weekly memo from my brain to yours. 20 minute brain slurp to listen to on your commute or run or while you're having a bath because honestly, who has an hour? Definitely not me. So the idea is a little bit from me and then a load from you. Every week I'll be asking for your questions on Instagram and I'll answer them on here giving you a little shout out along the way. Okay, welcome back to episode five. We're going to do things a bit differently this week and I've brought one of the team members in to talk to you all about ads because I know that I have been talking a lot about the build up to Christmas and you've been asking a lot of questions. So I thought I would bring Emily in who is the brains behind our strategy for our clients. Emily, do you want to introduce yourself? Hello, I am Emily. So I'm strategy lead at Soup and I oversee and plan all of our client strategies as well as managing our key accounts. And this includes ads for all other elements of digital marketing. You missed out being the best Britney impersonator in the office. It's just a given. It is just a given. <laughs> it's a gift. It's a gift. Yeah, so you manage all of the strategy across accounts look after our key accounts and do a bloody good job don't you so um i've been talking a lot on my uh, facebook instagram that kind of thing and in the hub particularly about getting started on christmas early this year what are your thoughts on businesses who have a smaller budget than i guess a lot of our clients do getting ahead of the rising CPMs and the fight for advertising space that we start seeing from like September onwards? I think it's definitely a must that they start thinking about quarter four now. There's so much that you could be doing with so little budget in this site in September, which are going to give you so many people in your funnel. It's going to give you loads of data. When it comes to quarter four, you'd have saved yourself so much money. We see it every year, don't we, where people do leave it too late. Yes. Like every single year where they're like, oh my God, you know, my results have dropped and yeah. why is that? And, and it is literally because Q4 from like September onwards, the world and his wife's advertising on Facebook. Facebook is, the auction is literally about real estate, isn't it? Advertising real estate, there's a limited amount of that real estate and so of course that pushes the prices pushes the cpm up yeah and i also think people need to move away from this feeling that oh the user like buying intent is so much higher so they think they're going to get the sales anyway they're really always surprised every year when like their cpa goes up yeah. like their os comes down and like they're getting less people on the site but they're spending more money than ever mm. so it's really important like september is your time to just get people on your website but it's not about like getting people into really expensive conversion campaigns and funnels like think about what is unique about you and start selling it now mm. if you have this whole big plan you'll thank yourself in quarter four because you're not going to be stressing you're going to have all the people there is quarter four will be about deciding what you're doing with them yeah it's so interesting it's like so many people I speak to at the moment are having a bit of a crisis of confidence over their business because it's like 
August, you know, we had lockdown, which was basically our second Christmas, wasn't yeah. it? And, gone. <laughs> and then we had like a tail off in July, August, kind of the beginning of August picked up a little bit, didn't it? But then really tailed off with the hot weather. Yeah. And I think when people don't understand how like e-com is such a specific model, isn't it? If they don't understand how all those pieces of the jigsaw fit together they're panicking so much right now because they don't have that like seasonal trend of looking back on their data last year going i know july and august are always crap i just know that i can use this time to plan out q4 yeah and i think people really really miss that don't they yeah they just think come october i'll just start doing more now and it's like you have a whole month now we even have the end of august to really start driving people and planning and thinking about how are you going to get people on your website? How are you going to get the sales this Christmas? Yeah. It starts in August. Yeah. And the C word, you say it to so many people and they're like, oh, I'm not even thinking about that. But it's like, why? If you think, if you start planning now, we've just seen the proof of like what happens when you plan ahead. Like we have clients that we've got a strategy in place. We have targets and these are big targets, but we mm. know we're going to exceed them because we have such a solid strategy in place. Yeah. And the strategy isn't anything that's like super, super technical. It's about September. What are we doing to get everybody while CPMs are cheaper? Mm. I think that is such an interesting point you make. Sorry, I'm totally diverting from my questions here. But it's such, a, <laughs> such an interesting point you make about strategy because it's such a huge word, isn't it, for what can be such a simple thing in like your notes app or scribbles in your notebook or yeah. it doesn't have to be this kind of um apprentice boardroom or you know like the I always think of the people when they go to war and the people like pushing the men across the table and stuff <laughs> it doesn't have to be this really complicated um thing does it? it can literally be uh I'm gonna start sending traffic to my website in August and and I get to interrupt myself I guess that's another really important point about filling the funnel now that 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 is the strategy isn't it yeah that is is as simple as it is with a strategy as well if you're trying to get too complicated early on you're going to lose interest in your own strategy and think this is impossible like how can it's I do it yeah all we're saying right now is September get people in your funnel it's so simple how we can do that and don't overthink it don't like think oh I've got to spend hundreds and hundreds of pounds in September that that's not what we're saying yeah take advantage of like low costs yeah. like implement different types of campaigns that are outside your econ funnel there's so much there that people can do and it's just sitting down thinking of where you want to be and how you're going to get there mm. and start from the beginning yeah and I think there'll there'll probably be some people listening thinking what well, uh, no idea what they're talking about so in terms of a funnel all we mean by that is as long as you've got a pixel on your website and you're sending people through to your website now and you're exposing them to your brand and telling them why you why you're special a they'll be making a mental note about oh that'd be nice for christmas you know i've seen this product i really like it auntie mabel would love that but b you also then have the ability to retarget them and this is what we mean when we talk about a funnel and this is the whole premise of, of Facebook ads and being able to control our customer journey. So if you are pulling a confused Britney face while we're talking <laughs> about funnels, the first thing you need to do is get a pixel on your website. Please, please, please do that. 
And the second thing you need to do is, is start learning now about how to run Facebook ads, whether that's by joining the hub or learning with someone else. It's really important that you understand it. So you're not one of the people we speak to that tells us that Facebook ads don't work while we have clients <laughs> doing like 500 grand a month. So um, get that pixel on your website and learn how to run ads properly. If this is if this is confusing for you, there's a whole world out there and a way that you can really control the success of your business. So you touched on it earlier, Emily, lovely Emily. Talk about all the different ways that people can use ads. I think a lot of people think that it has to be huge budgets and all about like getting that sale and the conversion and funnels and whatever else. But they're really great for like amplifying content and building your email list and that kind of thing as well, aren't they? Yeah, so there are a number of ways that we can do this. So we can run website traffic ads, which is all about getting people onto your website, getting them to view some content, giving us people to retarget. Again, there's going to be a huge theme about retargeting and everything <laughs> I'm saying. If anyone doesn't know what we mean by retargeting, it's literally once you have the pixel on your website, as we mentioned earlier, if someone has um, touched that pixel once, so I visited your website or even if they've engaged with your Facebook and Instagram, but we really want them to visit the website to really show that intent of, you know, being interested in your brand or wanting to purchase. What that means is that we can then follow them around the internet, beat them into submission in a very ethical and um, soft and authentic way, of course, and uh, follow them around the internet until we finally get that sale from them. As well as this, we can run PPE campaigns. For anyone who doesn't quite understand the lingo and thinks we're talking about hospital masks and gowns, that means page post engagement. So it's a way of amplifying your content, your existing content on social. So what this gives us is more data to retarget because you can specifically retarget social media visitors and they're on a different purchase journey, but they're still very involved with your brand. They like the content that you're posting, so why wouldn't they like your products? So it's about driving them to your website through retargeting. And similarly, you can set up a video views campaign. Now, these run at such a low budget. All of the things I've suggested are low budget. But video views, you can get so many people watching your video for such little money and it gives you so much data to retarget. If The more they watch as well, like you can target people at different lengths. So it gives you like loads of power and it really gets people like who are more engaged with your brand than others. Yeah, I love video view campaigns. As Emily said, with a video view campaign, if you have like a 30 second video, and so, or say like an eight second video or something and someone watches 100% of it, that's, it's not a, not a huge deal. But if you have like a 10 or 15 minute video and someone watches even 50% of it or 75%, 90% of it, they're pretty into your brand and pretty into what, you're, what you've got to say. So with video view ads, you have the ability to retarget them based on the amount of that video that they've watched. And you can break that down by cost as well and see how much does it cost me to get someone to watch 50% of the video? How much does it cost me to get someone to watch 90%, 75%, whatever um, you're tracking on there and retargeting them based on that. So if you have some video content in your business 
If you've never run ads before, a really good place to start would be to run a video views campaign using that content. Um, like a five minute video, what would you say, Emily? I think a five ish minute, or even like two or three minutes, actually, that takes some watching, doesn't it? Yeah, two or three minutes, it takes a lot to watch that. That is so much longer than anybody thinks. Yeah. And if they even watch half of that, that is somebody in your funnel that is engaged with your brand yeah. who is like, yes, I've enjoyed watching this. Even if they've dropped out after 50%, you, you've grasped them for 30 seconds yeah. or more. When um, I first launched this podcast, I was running video view campaigns for the podcast in my, my funnel. And we were getting 100% video. So I, I put the audio over a video um, it was just a still image, so obviously people have it on in the background, but they, and they were listening to it. And we were getting 100% video views for like 30p. It was like thousands of them. I was like, yeah. wow, people want to listen to my voice. That's ridiculous. <laughs> and then this is it, though, as well, by people, when you mention video views to them, they say, oh, we've not got any good video content. But video content if it represents your brand it doesn't have to be a feature length film no. it doesn't have to be like heavily edited like you said it could be like a series of images with a voiceover yeah like, or not it, even a voiceover no if it makes sense to your brand post it there's yeah. no point we're not asking people to like go beyond who they are no. sticking to what you know and what represents you is the best way because you're going to get all that data you have to retarget is people who are engaging with you because of you yeah and it doesn't take um, a huge budget. As Emily said, like making these videos is not a big budget thing. It's like, there's a few apps we use. So Wave is a really good one, uh, wave.video. Uh, I always also use the Memento app, which is really good for just getting photos. It's, it's good for like stop motion, but you can also use it to make GIFs. And, um, so using little apps like that and just using the existing content that you have can be really, really effective in terms of seeing who's actually interested in your brand and being able to retarget them. So finally, what's the thing that you are most proudest of since you've joined the team? Well, that is a tough question because I think... I ask the tough questions. You I'm do. not afraid of the tough questions. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think there's... It sounds really cheesy to say, but like everything that I've done so far, I'm proud of. Um, but I definitely think we've recently, we've, we've been working with a client, um, you know who it is. Yeah. And based on that, the strategy that we created, we've increased his returning customer rate by 9%. We've had 30% overall revenue growth, wow. which is largely attributed to emails and Facebook ads. Yeah. And in two months, we've grown his purchase conversion value on Facebook by 20,000. So I'm just incredibly proud of that. I think I tell you everybody. Should <laughs> you should be proud of it. And you also had a strategy meeting yesterday with him for Q4, didn't you? So yeah. Life out of him I did. With, but... your, with your targets and projection. It is that is exactly what I did, and if he is listening, I'm sure he's just felt that fear all over again. <laughs> he's like, she's following me. But it's that classic example of like we 
came up with this target, but as soon as we broke it down and we kept it simple and how we're going to achieve this, it's not that scary. Yeah. It's more than doable, mm. but it's all about now. Like what we do now is going to get us to that target because yeah. come October, if we've not done anything, we're going to be too late and we're going to miss our target. Yeah, way too late. Yeah. And yeah, I guess that's it, isn't it? It's taking that big scary number and breaking it down into like, months weeks days yeah and then and then products like yeah. so to do that in a day we need to sell 100 products is that doable yeah we've done it before it's fine no we can do it. yeah this is it and i think when people come to planning quarter four they they're either expecting really big things without doing much or they're thinking i'm never going to be as big as everyone else but what you do now and all the planning that you do will make such a huge difference totally it's what people want to get out of it and I'm going to spring a question on you now, I'm sorry, but what, <laughs> don't give me that look, what, um, what can people do now to prepare small business on a small budget, what other things, let's like brainstorm a few things that they could do, I mean number one's got, got to be, if you haven't already, get the pixel on your side. That is number one. Number two, get to know ads as we've discussed yeah like yeah. learn it properly yes yeah and three would be understanding your customer journey mm. through facebook facebook is super useful like with other columns you can see how people react at different stages of their journey yeah use that data to improve your customer journey use that data to, ins to ensure you're retargeting the right people mm. i think sometimes there's we can do a catch-all and we assume that everybody, our retargeting messages should be the same for everyone, but everyone is on different journeys. Totally. And I think it's keeping that mindful, but that's not expensive either. It's just thinking about how people are acting on your website mm. and preempting that. So if you are getting a lot more people through your website, repurchasing, like once we've retargeted them, Put more budget behind getting people on your website through a website traffic campaign yeah if you get more traffic and more conversions through social media start running your ppe campaigns yeah. you can run these on such a small budget like one pound a day yeah yeah like totally particularly if you are a small business yeah. with you know if you're not kind of if you don't want to hit those like 100k months 200k yeah. months for a small business yeah a couple of pounds I guess on that point as well, making sure that you aren't throwing money down the drain by yeah. making sure that your website is like loading quickly, uh, has some some kind of user experience when you get there, is like easy to navigate, good branding, have your SSL, all that kind of thing. It's yeah. really important, isn't it? Yeah. I think with get your website right and then once that's right, that's when you now focus on the ads because you can get you can drive all the right people to your website but if your website's not right they're going to bounce off yeah, and until totally. you fix those problems they're they're not going to purchase no and that's where we hear people blaming ads don't we yes. we speak to people all the time who are like ads don't work i spent a ton of money and you look at the, their website and you think well yeah of course yeah because we'll notice like click-through rates can be really high so that tells us like the audience is resonating with that advert, so we're hitting the right audience, but what are they doing on your website? Yeah. What are those bottlenecks? Is it the fact that if they're going on one page, there's like a 404 error? There's yeah. so much that you need to have 
give your website a good audit. A that good audit. advice. <laughs> a good audit. Get another pair of eyes on it as well because we're so close to our own businesses, aren't we? <laughs> we're like, well, it looks fine to me. And, and, you know, my husband said it's nice and my kids said it's all right. And we're like, well, maybe, like, get an expert eye over it, definitely. Yeah. Brilliant. Emily, thank you so much for joining me. I enjoyed that. Thank you for joining me and imparting your wisdom on the audience um and yeah thank you for all the work you do oh no thank you so much for asking me thanks for joining me emily i really enjoyed that emily's one of the coaches in the ecom growth hub so if you are looking at getting into your ads i'd really recommend you come and join us and 300 other businesses as we work through all of this stuff together and I can pretty much guarantee you that whatever you're going through right now, there'll be someone in there who's either gone through it and, um, you know, has resolved the issue or is going through it right now and you can help each other. So I would really recommend you come and check that out. Thank you for listening. I hope you found some value in that. If you enjoyed it, please remember to subscribe to the podcast. I would love it if you leave a review as well if you did enjoy it. And if you really enjoyed it, I'd love it if you shared it with a friend. It really, really helps us to get the word out and help more people. If you are listening to this um, not in the future, i.e. so we are in the middle of August right now, I'm running a competition on Instagram where I'm giving away £5,000 to... um, an e-com business to help with their growth as as well as a year's free membership in the hub and a year's mentorship from me so go over to my instagram at amanda perry and check out the details on there i'd love to see your application for that thank you again for joining me i will speak to you again next week